everyone. Welcome to Divine Lakes Ministries. I am Lee Massey. And I am DA. And today we're going to be talking about Matthew 26, verse 39. Just one verse. And uh, let me start off with a word of prayer. God, we just come before you in Jesus' name. We ask you that you help us to be um, enlighten uh, our audience as well as ourselves on um, your word that you would send your Holy Spirit to just give us knowledge and wisdom that when we speak, we speak what you're saying and not what we feel. And we just bless you. We give you praise, honor, and glory in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 All right. So um, in um, Matthew um, 26, verse 39, it says, And he went a little further and fell on his face in prayer and prayed, saying, Oh, my father. If it is possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as thou will. And when you, the first thing that um, you think of is what well, Jesus uh, was afraid. God doesn't fear. No, but it, uh, Jesus, that most people think he was afraid to die. Yeah, that, and that's the one thing you think about because he came to die. And that's what he said. He said, I come, you know, he already knew he was coming to die. And so that was not one that could not have been the reason why that he um, made the statement fear. He did not move by fear at all. He was not moved by fear. So it couldn't be that. Exactly. It could not be fear. Um, so um, what would you think? Um, uh, well, from looking at it, it looks like that. Uh, um, if you think about it, it might be that. um uh, he had to um, actually um, take the sins of everyone upon the world and the wrath of God. He had to deal with the wrath of God. And when you think about the wrath of God, that's, I mean, uh, he saved us from it, but he had to feel it. He had to go through it, that wrath. He took it all upon himself. So when he took all of that upon himself, uh, he knew it was, it was going to be horrific. He knew it was going to be and he was, um, he, at the same time, he knew it was something he had to do. And so at the same breath, when he said, if there's another way, let there be. But at the same time, let me do what I have to do to get through this. Wow. Yeah. When you think about that, it was, he did take all our sins. He said he had the cup of wrath. He, he had to drink that, you know, um, and that was all of our sins. That was all of our um, our mistakes. That was all every all of our sins was put upon him. And um, also, some people say that because Jesus, uh, the Father, had to turn his back on him because of the sin, and and also he didn't he never had was disconnected from his Father. And at that point, he had to get disconnected from his Father. So um, it doesn't really, I guess, tell us in Scripture exactly, but it does say. Uh, but he had to cu- drink the cup of wrath, and he had to, you know, and also Jesus and God, the Father cannot look upon sin. So it could be, you know, a lot of things. But I just know that it was horrific. Whatever what he had to go through was something that no human ever went through or would ever go through, except when they, if they spend eternity in hell, then yeah, then they'll they'll go through that. But without that's what he saved us from. Exactly, yeah. Um, and, um, so you realize that in our life, we're going to have to go through tests and trials because Jesus went through it and he didn't go through. We can't, we're not going to be able to go through half the stuff he went through. We cannot. Um, and so 
we'll go over some scripture on on um, tests and trials. And I think that um, tests and trials reveal a lot about us. When we go through things in life, it reveals who we are. Uh, so um, tests and trials are um, going to be just something we're going to all have to go through. So every time we go through a hard time, instead of crying and complaining, we got to figure out what we're, how, we, how to get through it and to know that God is with us through it all. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And in, and in 2 Timothy 3.12, it says, Indeed, all who desire to live godly in Christ Jesus shall suffer persecution. So it didn't say you might. It said you will. You're going to suffer some persecution. You're going to go through some stuff. And um, he's saying it's going to, but it's going to work out. Because he, the good thing about us is that he'll never leave us or never forsake us. Uh, I think that there was a point that the father had to turn his back on Jesus. But that will never happen with us. Jesus will never leave us or forsake us. And so that's an awesome thing to know. That whatever we go through, we still can call on him. We can still ask him to hold our hand. We can still ask him to, to, to help us through it and to give us strength through it. And he's right there to help us. Whereas a lot of times um, with other trials, it's, it's harder. But we always have that hope. And when we, lose, when we have no hope, that's whenever bad things happen. Right. And, and, and we realize that we, we do have that hope. And also it says in uh, Romans 12, 12, it says, Rejoice in hope, be patient in tribulation, and be constant in prayer. So we keep that hope and uh, realize that we have hope every day of our life. We have hope to be with him. We have hope that uh, he's there with us. We have hope that he's going to be helping us through our trials. And we have to have, he said, be patient through our tribulations. When we go through hard times, we have to be patient and realize that he's there for us. He's going to get us through us, like you said. And we have to be constant in prayer. That means we pray without ceasing. Yep, true. And then also in John 16, I have this one. In the, in the world, you will have tribulations, but take heart, I've overcome the world. So again, Jesus is telling us that we're going we're gonna to go through things. So you're not going to get out of it. I had to go through it. I didn't go get out of it. I went through it. And uh, the same thing, you're going to go through it. And, and his, is, our, his was more, more, more horrific than ours was. And so if, we can, if he can go through things, then we can too. And not only that, but we, we also have his help through it. All right, and then uh, let me see. So we went also uh, um, in First Peter four, twelve, twelve. He talks about beloved, thinking not strange when concerning the fiery trials that is to try you, as though some strange thing happened to you. But he said, rejoice. You know. Yeah. So we rejoicing, and I think that uh, we can liken it to. Um, uh, whenever someone, a woman is pregnant and when she's going through things, going through the, uh, her body's getting morphed <laughs> into something else. Um, and so, but at the same time, she's happy because she realized this is happening because I'm going to birth something awesome. I'm going to birth a baby. And I think that when we're going through things and we're going through these trials and tribulations, we realize it's growing us, it's strengthening us, and we're going to come out more victorious and more um, stronger in it as we I think we had did a podcast about that last time that we uh you come out more stronger through this and you come out with something beautiful and when you get you know at the end of uh, birthing and labor and everything else after the person has sweat uh been through all kinds of pain and um, um sweating and, and and crying and screaming uh, there's a something beautiful at the end and then they look at it and they know that that it was worth it 
and my, one of my friends said, I don't think women have pain because uh, because they keep having babies, but it's not that they don't have pain, it's just that they see the, the um, end result and they're willing to go through it for that. Exactly, and I think that we have to be willing to go through what we have to go through to be able to be refined and tuned and be able to be um, an instrument God can use for His glory. So we, we, we don't mind going through the things we go through as well because uh, we shouldn't mind because uh, we realize at the end we're gonna uh, he's gonna produce in us what what we more more and more like him that we'll be more and more like him is what I'm trying to say yeah that is so true and I think that also uh, James 1 12 says count all joy brothers my brother when you when you meet trials of various kinds and um, also James also says, Blesses the man who remains steadfast under trials, for when he has stood the test, he will receive the crown of life. And that's what you're saying you were saying. That crown of life that we'll receive at the end is worth it all. Exactly. And also it says uh, Romans five three. Um, more than that, we rejoice in our sufferings, knowing that suffering produces endurance. Exactly. Exactly. Not, that's true and you think about remember the children of Israel when they went through um, they went through the wilderness and they went through um, it was it's Deuteronomy Deuteronomy I don't know how to say that Deuteronomy Deuteronomy um, as verse uh, let me see if I can find it Deuteronomy um, 8 and verse 12 8 verse 2 I'm sorry and in 8 verse 2 it says and it says, I'm sorry, and thou shalt remember all the way the Lord thy God led thee 40 years in the wilderness to humble you and to prove you and to know what was in thine heart, whether you would keep his commandments or not. And I think when we go through things, we realize that God is, is, uh, is for humbling us. It's for proving the, um, us and it's th that we'll know what's in our heart. A lot of times you don't know what you're going to go through. And you think, you can sit there and tell somebody, oh yeah, see if I was there, I'd do that. I'd do this, I'd do that. Because you're not there. And because you don't have to go through it. But once you go through it, then you find out who you really are and what really is in you. And it's so funny because you'll see people that would never curse. All of a sudden they're saying a curse word when they go through something. Or you'll see them, um, uh, uh, blowing their stack and someone's like pressuring them and before you know it uh, they're like at work and they're just I'm done with this you know and they'll and they'll just go off and they realize oh my gosh I said this I don't believe I even said that and it's because you that had to happen that God can show you what's in you so what you can repent of it and so you can get you know and so you can deal with that and say I won't go that way again and so sorry God that that's in me get that out of me Get that out of me. I don't want it. And I think that there's so many things that we do not want in our lives. And and God has to prune us. It's like a tree. You know, you're pruning a tree, cutting off the dead branches and the stuff that's not going to, that's going to stunt the growth of the tree or of the plant or of a, a bush or something. You cut off those dead things because it sometimes that deadness can go through and destroy other parts of the, branch, of the branch or of the tree or of the plant. So you have to cut off those things. You have to constantly do some pruning. And I think in our lives we have to do pruning and those tests and trials prune us. Exactly. They really do. And um, um, so there's a list of things that tests and trials do in our lives. Um, you want to name some? Okay. Well, number one, I think it reveals uh, our commitment. 
or not, or or whether we have a we're committed or not. Yeah, yeah. Like if, like for example, okay, so like you are, just say you are, um, you're you um have said that you're gonna be you're gonna um, go to the gym. Like here's the number one thing is. Uh, January 1st is the time everybody makes these commitments. I'm going to start, I'm going to, okay, my yearly commitment is I'm going to go to the gym and I'm going to work out and I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do, I'm sorry, I had to get some water. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And then they do that. And then they get to the gym and they'll, for the first month, man, you, you're, you're killing it. You're, you're, you're working out. You're doing this, you're doing that. And after the second month, you're like, okay, you know, I'm tired now. And then the third month, you're like, I'm done. You're almost like you don't see the gym at all. And um, and so it's funny because so many people do that. I'd say majority of the people do that. They're probably like 30% that'll stick with it all the way through and see a good result. But most of the time, we wind up failing in our commitment um, to certain things because of the fact uh, it proves and it reveals to us that we weren't committed totally because we were committed totally we would have stuck it out all the way to the end and that's why now I think gyms have these no commitment um, uh, <laughs> no commitment things because they realize how people were not staying committed and people would do it for a month or two so they had to come with something to make us say okay I can do that all right now a month okay I can do that but not a whole year uh, so I've lost so much money doing that where I've well, not a whole lot of money, but I think twice I probably did it where I said I was going to be at the gym and I didn't ever go because I just did not was not committed to it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think everybody did that at once, at uh, one time or another. So, yeah, that's a good example. And I think that also, yeah, it reveals our, like you said, our commitment or not lack of commitment. Uh, it also teaches us uh, our, uh, to be compassion, compassionate and gentle in our trials because when you've gone through something a trial and you come out the other end and you see somebody else in the middle of that trial you automatically go and tell them and help them you want to help them you want to say hey look this is gonna you're gonna get through this you know almost like um uh if you see someone uh what we were doing um we were uh uh, doing a drill and the other person after you, we went through it there was a certain point that you get it was really hard to get through like swimming it was hard to get through so uh then you have to you know so you see somebody else going through it you automatically tell them hey keep going keep going don't stop don't stop you know and you all of a sudden become you know become helping to coach them and help them to tell them to keep going you kind of um actually have that compassion and that that desire to see them finish well too and you know for some reason it's just there and you see you know because you know that struggle you were in that and you know what it's like and you want to help them get through it as well yeah that's so true yeah there's been times that yeah you're when you've gone through something you say okay no you're it's, it's you're gonna make it keep going keep going yeah you don't want them to give up because you know you're you you've been there and you don't and you want them to let them know there's hope so that's true right and also um I think um, with trials also and tribulations, you gain, um, it's like you gain knowledge, you gain wisdom. Because uh, I remember Bill Gates, whenever he said he had uh, went bankrupt three times or something like that. But each time he got bankrupt, he learned something from it. He learned something not to do from it. 
So the next time he wouldn't do that, he would do something else. So it's just like he said he, he learned through all his um, falling on his face. And I think that's the key thing that you learn through it and you gain knowledge of something you're not going to do or something you will do next time. Next time I shouldn't do that. So he said he learned something by what he wouldn't do and what he would do. And he's grown through his, um, through bankruptcy. So that was an interesting one. Oh yeah, that's really good. Yeah. And, um, also I, it, it just removes pride from me. When you go through tests and trials, you re, it removes pride. You know, you're not as proud as you are. You realize how, uh, helpless sometimes you are. And, um, so through that, you realize that your strength is in God and not in you. And you can try as much as you want, but if God doesn't give you the ability, you're not going to be able to do it. So sometimes it, it shows us how to just rely and trust in God and not ourselves and not what we can do, but what he's already done. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And also, um, it, it teaches us endurance to endure to the end because it said in the Bible that those that endure to the end will be saved. So it teaches us to continue, keep going, keep going, don't stop, don't stop, you know, just keep going. And it, it just, it, it gives us endurance. It gives us um, that endurance to keep it holding on. Yeah, exactly. And um, um, also I'd say that um, it teaches us patience as well. And we uh, patience, and we gotta just focus on the end goal. It teaches it can just stay patient and uh, persistent as well. Yep. And and it makes us to see uh, how much we have to put our hope in Christ and, and e- sometimes each other, but mainly our our number one focus is that we have to keep our keep our hope in Christ. Yeah. Um, and helping. Um, um, also gives us discipline. Yeah, yeah, definitely discipline. Yeah, because it you know, sometimes we have to stay disciplined. We have to stay focused. And we have to keep ourselves, um, uh, um, uh, like with the gym thing, no commitment. <laughs> no, we have to keep it. If we want to see an end goal, if we want to see those uh, that fat go. If we want to see that um, those muscles form. Then we got to stay persistent and we got to stay disciplined. Discipline is the word. So we got to stay disciplined, and it teaches us discipline. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, discipline and persevere. And it teaches us to trust in God, like you said. Uh, so, yeah, there's a lot of way, uh, things that uh, our trials and our tests teach us to do. Um, it teaches us. And uh, to be able to learn from Him is the key thing. Yeah. And I think that... Um that uh, like a like a uh, trials but like you were saying before trials is like a pop quiz <clears throat> it's the in the midst of the trials it, it just teaches us uh, the areas that we need to work on it'll teach us okay so like whenever I I kind of liked it when we had pop quizzes because most time he would throw them out our teacher would throw them out he wouldn't like give us a grade on it because he would just do a pop quiz to see what he what we know so far and what we know so he's teaching us I and mean, showing us what we know and what we don't know rather and so and but the things that we need to know yeah exactly and the areas you need to work on um keeps you from getting uh too comfortable to a lot of times uh um so like when you get comfortable and you think i know this i know that and then all of a sudden somebody throw you a pop quiz you realize wow i don't know nothing i don't even know half the stuff i thought i knew so it keeps you um from uh not it keeps you studying and that's what the bible god wants us to do to study to show ourselves to prove that we study we don't think we know it all 
but we study constantly and we're constantly being prepared because when the final test happens, there is no going back. Once God comes, once he takes you, whether it's your day you die or uh, he comes and you see him coming in the air, once, he, once, once he's here, it's no more. Uh, let me do it again. It's over. Yep, it's done. It's just like, oh, well, you know, not oh, well, but well, you want to make sure that you're in the right place and you want to make sure that you, you, those trials, those pop quizzes that whenever you, you found yourself falling uh, short, that you worked on those areas that God showed you to work on. And I think that's a key thing. I think uh, uh, I, God has shown me daily to work on areas of um, uh, certain things. I won't say what, but just a lot of things I need to work on. You know? Yeah, really, yeah. In every situation, God gave me blessed consolation that my trials come to make me strong. And that's uh, Andre Crouch, of course. Yeah, yeah. And I think that um, when you don't have, we don't have an adversity, that's whenever we, we become, our strength is really weak and small. Like, it's almost like a sail. There's a, uh, like, if there's a sail, a sailboat, and there's no wind, the boat doesn't go anywhere. So the wind, that adversity, is what pushes us and drives us. And but the good thing about a sailboat, you can learn how to how to uh, maneuver and control it. And I think that's what it is. We can't control the wind of God, but we can tr- control how we respond to it, and we can uh, learn learn to adjust the sails whenever we are going too far away. It was well, good. Yeah, that's good in it. Uh, learning to uh, control ourselves is going to be the key because one of the fruits of the spirit one of the fruits of the spirit is self-control and we've got to learn to allow those winds those adversities to be able to guide that we can guide that use it to our our self-control our guidance we will be guided by the the spirit of god and not by our flesh yep exactly and we have to just remember to stay prepared and stay focused i remember my friend also um and not get upset about trials and tribulations but learn to grow from them and i remember one more thing is my friend she had her daughter had just went off to school and she was young she was 16 i think she had just turned 17 and she was a uh, uh, a freshman in college and um she made a, a statement. She said, I had to leave her. And she said she had big tears in her eyes. And she said, I just thought, oh, my gosh. She said, no, you can do this. Uh, uh, and then so she said her daughter was like, well, um, you're just going to leave me here? Because she said she stayed with her, you know, got her room ready. But she said when it was time to go, um, she said, I'm just, um, uh, yeah. She said, you're going to be fine, you know, and get your lessons and all that. Because she had her daughter was super smart. Uh, and so... Um, so she says she just walked, you know, left out, and she says she saw her, and she said, uh, with tears sitting in the, in the, um, uh, uh, what was it, in the break room, whatever it is, where the kids all gather, and by herself, and she was just crying, and she came and hugged her, and she cried, and then she said she says I hated to leave her so far away from home because they're like she's like eight hours away from home, and she says it's not like I can just turn around and come back and get her, um, but she said she'll be okay and then she says so she said i'm not gonna call her for two weeks because if i do i don't want to hear her crying right now and then so she says so she and that was whenever you didn't have cell phones you know you had a phone that you would call in the in the dorms and uh, she says so all of a sudden she calls her called in the dorm and say hey can i speak to my daughter or whatever and they were like who oh she's she's not here and then she goes 
she's not in her room she said no she's not here she said went out with some friends and so she says well tell her to call me when i get back she get back and then so she says she called the girl her daughter calls her and say mom it's so it's so amazing i like it i met friends and all that but she said the key thing is what i'm trying to say is a lot of times we want to jump out of the fire instead of saying and just letting it uh, happen because god will work things out but we've got to learn to let go and let things go in god's hands and allow him to work things out for us and every tribute trial we go through and everything we go through somehow god's working something out of us and working something in us and we've got to learn to know and to trust him to um take us to where we need to go because he said that he's able to keep us to the end and i and that's what i believe oh definitely i believe that god will keep us and he, he said it as a promise and he'll do it amen all right guys so we just want to thank you for listening hope you have an awesome week and um uh, hope you'll be blessed you yeah, be blessed everybody have an awesome day